The selection show is over. The bracket is set, which means Tennessee baseball knows where they are heading for the NCAA regional. Jack Foster and Ryan Shepard with you guys. It's the Rocket Top Insider Press Pass baseball podcast, and we're going to be doing an instant reaction to Tennessee, learning of where they're going to be heading for the regional. Ryan, they're heading to Clemson. Clemson earning the fourth national seed. So it's a bit of a surprise as you thought Tennessee would head to a regional host that was maybe in the 13 to 16 you know, national seed range, but their draw is a tough one as Clemson, probably the hottest team in the country right now. Yeah, I, w- I would certainly agree with that. Hottest in the country. 16, uh, 16 straight wins for them. I think it's 26 in their last 29 games. Haven't uh, lost a, a series since Wake Forest, which I believe is the third weekend in ACC play, conference play. They lost. And at that point, man, their season fell on the brink, I guess you could say, because they had struggled in non-conference play. They lost. They got swept by Central Florida, lost the series to South Carolina, and then lost their first three SEC series. But from them, like you said, they've been one of the best teams in the country, and that's how you end up as a number four overall seed uh, with that poor of a start to the season. But uh, certainly a tough draw for Tennessee. I got to give myself some credit. Uh, I've said it multiple times that no one is projecting Tennessee to go to Clemson, but I wouldn't rule that out. And mm-hmm. it's a tough draw for Tennessee, but kind of a reminder of, what I feel like we forget every year around this time that this NCAA tournament, baseball tournament, it's not like the basketball tournament. They don't seed these teams one to 64. They seed one to 16 and then they seed 17 to 32 and so on and so forth. But in the midst of 17 to 32, it's kind of a, a hodgepodge or hodgepodge and not a whole lot of consistency on, on where, who goes where. So you think the fact that Tennessee is heading to the Clemson Regional isn't a clear indication that the committee thought maybe less of Tennessee than some other two seeds, given you know their poor record on the road or poor record toward non-conference opponents? Do you think there's any merit to that? That maybe Tennessee was looked at as a lower, as one of the lower two seeds from the committee, whereas a lot of rankings, you know, Tennessee was 13th in the last D1 baseball top 25. Yeah, I mean, I think that's something that's if John Cohen had been asked about Tennessee, that's a great way to justify Tennessee having to play Clemson because you're right. There has been flaws for Tennessee with being so poor on the road this season and not having really any good non-conference wins. But at the same time, as the selection show talked about all day today, as we saw yesterday with the 16 host seeds, RPI is king in this thing. 15 of the 16 regional hosts were top 16 in RPI. The only one that wasn't was Auburn, who's, athletic director is the chair uh, of the board and also they won 17 SEC games so and not to say Auburn didn't belong to be in there so when clearly there was all this emphasis on RPI you can't just tell me Tennessee was what would that be trying to do some quick math here like 28 you they would have been a 28 overall team right uh, matching up with Clemson when they're 20 RPI to me that doesn't add up so there is ways to justify Tennessee being that low if you, the committee was asked about it, if they wanted to go the route of, no, it was seeding this way. But the way they seeded everybody else in the tournament and where Tennessee is seeded, that just doesn't match up, uh, which makes me think it's more about things being regional. And look, you got three, if you want to do things regionally, you got three teams hosting in South Carolina. There's going to be a couple of teams that end up getting the short end of the stick. And it happened to be Tennessee. Right, and as far as travel purposes go, Clemson's great for Tennessee. It's just a three-and-a-half-hour trip southeast, not too bad. Um, you know, shouldn't be any harsh conditions or anything like that. 
early June in Clemson, South Carolina. But as we mentioned, Clemson, very hot team, ran the table in the ACC tournament. They're the fourth national seed for a reason. But on the flip side, I know this isn't a Clemson baseball podcast, but no, it's tough for Clemson too, as Tennessee yeah. is a dangerous, dangerous two seed and even more dangerous considering they're playing, you know, they're in a top five uh, region like that. Yeah, that kind of goes to what we were just talking about, that if you had asked the 16-1 seeds or I guess the eight one seeds in our SEC teams that could have had Tennessee in their region, like who's the number one team you don't want as your two seed, you know, Tennessee would have been one of the first two or three teams listed. Um, yeah. So you're absolutely right. Clemson goes on this tear. They work all the winter 16 final games. They work all the way to number four overall seed, like an incredible achievement. And their award is probably the most dangerous, if not the best two seeds. So you're right. It goes both ways. I'm sure Clemson, not that they're scared of Tennessee or anything like that, but I'm sure, you know, if you gave them an honesty potion, they would have rather seen some other teams as their two seed. And I do think if you look at it, it is a little bit of a weaker three and four seed in this region, which which makes sense when you have one of Yeah, the three and the four seed in this region are Charlotte coming in at the three and then Lipscomb coming in at the four. Lipscomb, Tennessee played Lipscomb earlier in the season. I believe they won 10 to zero in a midweek game, if I'm not mistaken, um, probably like midway through the season. They did Tennessee, March 14th. Tennessee, yeah, there you go. Tennessee did not play Charlotte this season, but they did back in 2021. I believe they got blanked 11 to zero, but of course that's a couple of years ago. Charlotte though beat South Carolina in a midweek, so this is a feisty team, and maybe not like you said, one of the better three seeds in the draw. But you know, no easy task for Tennessee. The game will be Friday night, six Eastern. It's the late game. Clemson and Lipscomb will play beforehand. Ryan, in a minute or less, give me like three quick hitters on the Charlotte team. Well, you're right. They, they do have some some good non-conference wins. They also took two games against South Carolina. Um, but I think what stands out, they were tied for fifth in the Conference USA regular season. They were a sixth seed in the Conference USA tournament. They lost their first game in the double elimination tournament and reeled off five straight wins. Uh, so a team that was certainly not close to being in the tournament if they hadn't won uh, the Conference USA conference tournament. And then I think a couple quick hitters about them. I'll start with the connections. Uh, the Tennessee connections that really go both ways. Cam Fisher is by far Charlotte's best best offensive player. I mean, he has been absolutely dominant this season. 352 hitting, 12 doubles, 30 home runs, 64 RBIs. He's a sophomore from Knoxville, Tennessee, played his baseball at Hardin Valley. Austin Knight, who's Charlotte's starting third baseman, started his career at Tennessee, uh, played the first two seasons there before transferring. And then kind of on the flip side, uh, we'll see what Tennessee ends up doing. But, you know, you would think they'd start the Friday night starter Andrew Lindsay. Andrew Lindsay was at Charlotte in 2021. So uh, a lot of connections to go both ways uh, in this series, in this matchup. Uh, and certainly you mentioned that these two teams played in 2021. Uh, that was Charlotte's coach's first season uh, at the helm there. And there are obviously a lot of connections, a lot of familiarity between these two programs. Right. And, you know, moving forward, Tennessee were to get out of this regional, which will be a tall task given, you know, their inability to succeed in a big way on the road and the fact that Clemson is so hot. But if they were to get out of this regional, they're matched up with the Auburn regional, which is pretty good for Tennessee. Yeah, I think it's definitely a good draw. I mean, we mentioned it a second ago, but the only host that isn't top 16 in RPI. And I think when you're on the topic of talking about hot teams, like we are with Clemson, Auburn kind of falls into that category. Then Alabama uh, probably 
the two teams in the SEC that finished the strongest. Tennessee would probably have an argument there, too, if they'd won a game or two in Hoover. But an Auburn team that's good, but certainly not one that's great. I was really a little surprised that they were as high as 13. I thought they'd be maybe closer uh, to 14, 15, 16, kind of where Alabama ended up. Uh, I, I probably would have had those two teams flipped, yeah, honestly. Yeah, I was but, surprised by Alabama, yeah. Uh, so it's a pretty good draw for Tennessee. If Tennessee were to get past them, I think Tennessee has more talent than Auburn, but certainly two teams that have been pretty similar uh, over the course of the season. And uh, obviously, even if Tennessee does win, it's no guarantee Auburn could win or Auburn does win. And uh, who knows, Tennessee could end up maybe even hosting a super regional uh, without hosting a regional. That's right. And everybody, Rocky Top Insider will be in attendance this weekend in Clemson, South Carolina for the NCAA regional. Ryan and I will have all your coverage needs there and hot off the press at RockyTopInsider.com, we got Ryan's quick look at the Charlotte 49ers. We got a look at where all the SEC teams will be playing in the regional round as 10 SEC squads made it, eight are hosting. That's a record. And then we got a look at how Tennessee's matched up with the nation's hottest team in Clemson and the breaking story. So a good four or so articles there on Rocky Top Insider to look at as Tennessee learns their regional draw. Ryan, anything you want to add as we uh, dip on out of here? No, I think I think that's about it. Um, yeah, I mean SEC heavy. I think maybe what stood out with the eight eight regional hosts the the most ever. And you say that, and man, Texas A and M's playing really well right now. Tennessee's playing well right now. It's going to be really interesting in a sport that seemingly it's always been SEC dominant, but year after year, at least in the last couple of years, it seems to get a little bit more heavy SEC, and it feels like there's potential for all ten teams. SEC teams that made the NCAA tournament to, to make a really deep run. Absolutely, Ryan. And we're going to do a deep dive into the Clemson Tigers, a little bit more on the Charlotte 49ers as well heading into this weekend. You can expect that podcast in your feed around Wednesday or Thursday. And everybody, that's going to wrap it up for this instant reaction of Tennessee learning their NCAA regional draws. They'll be heading to Clemson this weekend. For Ryan Shumpert, I'm Jack Foster. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Racket Top Insider Press Pass.